you can become empowered to develop your inherent potential when you become in tune with your body. This is called life force or chi cultivation. We'll discuss the concepts today on human potential and life force with Dr. Sun. Too many of us misinterpret the intelligence of the human body as mere illness or symptoms. Your body is doing its best to communicate with you. It's time to listen. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sun. Hello, everybody. And this is Dr. Sun. Welcome to the Human Potential and the Life Force. Hello, everybody. This is Mimi Hetzel. I am your co-host of the show. So today, our topic is self-care and a life force. Hello, Dr. Sun. Do you want to talk about self-care specifically for healthcare professionals? Hey, hello, Mimi. And, you know, self-care is important for everybody. And But today, I would like to talk about the importance of self-care for healthcare professionals, such as doctors, nurses, physician assistants, and caregivers and healers. And uh, so I really would like to emphasize the self-care for healthcare professionals because actually, you know, I see all these healthcare professionals are healers. So the reason, you know, I see that, and I would like to give you an example. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, have a, uh, there are very excellent research article. Uh, actually, this article is not about uh, uh, self-care. So the article is a, is a talk about the placebo and the nocebo effect. Right. So, and the article, the title is How the Therapist's Words you know, Acts on the Patient's Brain. So this is actually a scientific uh, study uh, on the pain. Uh, so this article was um, reported by Dr. Fabrizio and Benedict. And so this, uh, in this article, in his study, is a very interesting. Um, particularly, I love the, the one, the brain experiment he did. Either that, you know, because, uh, and he has, he has a lot of this pain, patients with pain, right? Mm-hmm. So this uh, uh, experiment is for releasing the pain. And what he did is uh, he compared uh, a different between and he called an open injection and uh, a heating injection because mm-hmm. you for uh, help the patient to release the pain and he uh, inject the painkillers right so in this experiment so with a syringe you use a syringe so you could the patient can see it well yeah it's like he did the two things right yeah it's a compare and uh, the injection performed by a doctor or a nurse, mm-hmm. and or, and this injection can be also performed by a computer. So that's the closed. And that's the closed. He called a heating. Hidden injection. Heating injection. Right. So the open injection is performed by a doctor. Someone actually pr- approach the patient. Right. Have a direct interactions between the doctor and the patient. Right. With the syringe. Patients can see it, and also the patient and are aware and uh, receive these painkillers. Mm-hmm. So then other groups, uh, the patients receive the painkiller by computer injection, mm-hmm. but uh, the patients are not aware right. they receive that. Okay. Right. So uh, it's very interesting. The results come out and is all the cases 
in all the cases. So the uh, a heating injection is less effective than an open injection. Even though they were getting the same amount right. the, of pain medication? Same painkiller, same dosage. The only difference is the injection performed by a computer or uh-huh. by a doctor. Uh-huh. Right? The difference is, so I think right now when people really begin to understand the relationship between the doctor and the patient. So do they feel less pain with the doctor? Yeah. If the doctor just, uh, you know, in front of them, they know they be cared for. Mm -hmm. So I think they believe the doctor, you know. So that's the one part is all all the difference. It's really fascinating. Some like the painkillers, they inject the same uh, dosage, but uh, when the doctor just appears, in front of the patients, actually you can see their effect even like more than fifty percent and it increases. Wow! It's it's really a remarkable a remarkable experiment. So here, you know what I I think you know the doctor and the conventional medicine is really see is the the brain works right how the doctor appearance how the doctor's words and have a huge effect on the patients. So here is my perspectives, right? This is like, this is the, the one thing is uh, either that is like the body actually have like a natural communications. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the, this is the communications is the energetic, you know, transaction and you have an energy exchange. So the the doctors or all the healthcare pro, providers body have a healthy information can help the patients as getting better. And regarding those kind of uh, phenomenon, so I would like to um, and I'll give an example. Uh, another situations. Mm-hmm. But before we leave that, what was his name again? Was it Fabrizio Benedetti? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you'll pronounce it much better. <laughs> <laughs> and he's um, this. So this doctor is a uh, as an Italian, uh-huh. and uh, this experiment happened, I think, the National Institute of Neuroscience, and uh, he also is working in the university, a medical, uh, a university. Of um, what do you call it, like a Turing Turing Medical Turin? School. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you want to know, um, you know, his uh, more detailed uh, research, you can type his name into the school. Okay. So you can find more details. So the next, I would like to give another example. Sometimes you know people are getting really surprised or get shocked by unexpected news. So I remember like ten years ago. Um, there uh, have a news and reported a, uh, a doctor uh, called Dr. John Marine, and uh, this doctor was a chief of the uh, Yale Medical Oncology and uh, other patient clinic and the director of a lung cancer unit at the Yale's Cancer Center. So he's a cancer specialist. He's a cancer specialist. He's a very known and also is a uh, amazing, excellent doctor, and he was one of the best-known you know, oncologists in the country. But uh, he lost you know, his life and uh, also with cancer. 
Oh. Yeah, he died after, in the age, at the age of 47. He was young. He was really young, right? So this is the one thing about it. And the doctor, how much, you know, and have this energy exchange part. This perspective, probably people don't know about that. So mm-hmm. many prof- healthcare professionals and do not think in this way. Mm-hmm. So, and in, let's see. So do you think it was the energy exchange? Yeah, that's what I, you know, what I observe mm-hmm. is lots of these healthcare professionals working their patients Mm-hmm. And because they really love them, they have great compassion on their patients, take really good care of them. So it's not only the professional training skills only. Mm. So like when people have these, you know, social interactions, they're actually, so people's energy always have exchange. Doesn't matter if people believe that or not. Right. Because of this, so that's like, a, I'm also, you know, read a report two years ago. So this article is from the Mental Health Daily. So uh, they, re- they published an article and the titled is a top 11 professionals with the highest in the suicidal rates. So the, and mm-hmm. the number one is medical doctors. Hmm. So the odds is 1.87 at the time we reported that. So, and it, they also listed the reasons, you know, why is doctors because they think the doctors are working in too hard. Sometimes doctors are working long hours. Uh, sometimes they have this demanding patients, mm-hmm. or some people some consider it's a medical school bills expenses. So and also they have a case of access to medications, right? So mm-hmm. this is all they talk about that. The reasons, but from my point of view, it's like uh, they have energy exchanges. It's not only energy exchange, but also the information and the conscious communications. Mm-hmm. So, because I see that here, I would like to address one thing: is that is, and I see any person, anybody, so no any soul, no any spirit, they want to kill themselves. So basically, what happens is, when you're working with other people, other people's energy can get in. Sometimes the thought of a suicidal thought is not their own uh, thoughts at all. So if I remember, I working, sometimes I have classes, you know, we teaching classes, and working also with people privately to do some energetic evaluation and assessment and uh, try to help people energetically. So if, like, if, say, if I do not practice Qigong, do not have my awareness, mm-hmm. probably I killed myself at least, <laughs> at least over 100. Because of everything you're exposed right, to. At least over 100 times. Right, right. So the reason is sometimes I feel really great, right? So then, you know, this 10 years ago, that happens, like, after I have a private sessions or something, so I feel depressed. Mm-hmm. Then I feel... Like sometimes I have suicidal thoughts. You were taking on the energy. Well, you know that's like in the beginning. In the beginning. I was not aware of that, okay. right? I think, oh, I not, I'm not doing well. Everything is bad, right? Mm-hmm. So this kind of things. This actually all of these people thought, emotions that can come to, to my system. Oh. So that's why you know I further developed our practice. So when this thought get in, I realized, oh, this is not mine. Mm-hmm. If I can remove that, clear them out, 
then it's like just in 20 minutes then it's all gone it's like oh you, you but you learn to do that over time right yeah so we you know once have the awareness then and you learn the skills you know how to manage those thoughts mm-hmm. so it's like once uh, well it's no big deal but if uh, those energy exchange happened all the time if the healthcare providers have no awareness on this energy exchange time goes by the accumulation of this energy can lead to really in serious health conditions yes so um, by and large western medicine mm. doesn't recognize that energy exchange right, right. yeah this part I think is uh, they always you see you know found different ways different reasons but uh, so the thing is that and then people can call those energy exchange called great compassion so some people can call this sacrifice or compromise or some people even call that as unconditional love mm-hmm. right so the, the the reality is you know does the people really have the willingness it's like by their free will to do that mm-hmm. or actually this happens unconsciously or subconsciously right so then here I would like to you know and uh, deliver the message to all the healthcare providers because I really think they're doing great job saving people's lives mm-hmm. but the key is the here is like you don't want to be a victim of your patient's energy or information Got right it. so this is not means that their patients intentionally project their things exactly. onto their so this is not at all. So this happened to just the body communications, happen to internal organ level, help in the energy level, and also have, you know, happens to the unconscious level or subconscious level. So as if people are aware of that, then they can take really good care of themselves. Yes. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll explore that topic and more when we get back okay. after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Mighty Gems is waiting for you. Host Dee Lee shares creative ideas, sparkling inspirational wisdoms, and life experience so you can connect to greater consciousness to gain special gifts of inspiration, encouragement, enlightenment, and your own discovery journey. It's time to show up now and experience what it means to be fully present in your life. Tune in to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee, live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? 
If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody. Today we have a wonderful guest, Brandia Kelly. We'll bring her into the conversation. First, a little bit about her. Brandia Kelly is a physician's assistant who has worked in the Seattle area for 13 years. She is dedicated to helping people heal in any area of life they may need it, whether it be physical, spiritual, or emotional health. Brandia is the author of the book, Mormon Grown Gay. She is also a life coach working in healing life coaching after significant illness or injury, as well as spiritual life coaching. Brandia loves the outdoors and enjoys the beautiful Northwest with her wife and two young children. Brandia, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Hey, hello, Brandia, and welcome to the show. Hi. So today, you know, we're we're talking about uh, you know self care and the life force, and uh, you are working you know, in the healthcare field, and I really admire, and people like you, you know, you are taking excellent uh, care of your patient and other your friend professionals. Mm-hmm. So and uh, uh, I would like to you know kind of check with you, you know, you are working this. Uh, uh, pretty, you know, stressful situations. So, do you take good care of yourself? And uh, can you share your experience and observation? So, during your care and uh, the interactions between you and your patients. Uh, yes, uh, happy to. And and in listening, yeah. I definitely feel that I experienced that empathy fatigue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spoke of when I worked in oncology and you know in the intensive care unit and mm-hmm. in places where the just just heart wrenching things were happening frequently and I did mm-hmm. find a difficulty balancing and I was burning out emotionally in that practice for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize that that I was taking on at the energetic level some of their pain and grief and the families that were with them but um, it came out in in a form of neck pain and kind of irritability that Mm -hmm. I couldn't let go of until I I learned uh, Qigong and meditative techniques that helped me recognize that this isn't my these aren't my emotions these these aren't Mm -hmm. my feelings these are things I'm I'm taking on because I I feel compassion for these people that I have the honor of working with, and I need mm-hmm. to love them and, and also let them have their own energy. And, and I started practicing the Qigong grounding and and keeping myself separate, and that helped me immensely. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah the it's easy int- to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The interesting part, you know, sometimes, you know, our body really amazing. You know, this is the one part is really interesting is, so sometimes people can feel, you know, the patients are the same thing. It's like they feel if they're neck pain, then, you know, then people can get a neck pain from that. Mm-hmm. So then you take on your patient's uh, this um, uh, pain, but then your patients feel much better. Actually, you heal them. So, and this is another part. It's like I really see, like you are uh, really excellent, you know, is uh, doing what you, you know, excellent healer. Actually, you heal your your patients. But the one part of that is sometimes for some people, you know, then people get uh, the infra- energy exchange. It's not to show up the same thing like their patient. And uh, I remember they have a doctor, you know, sometimes they get a migraine. And the migraine, you cannot really predict it when that happens. So I remember I had a conversation you know, with him. I said, well, actually, your, your migraine is a 911 call from your patients. It's, it's not really you had have any problem. Actually, you're an amazing doctor. When your patients feel crisis, you have a migraine. And yeah. uh, so sometimes, like, when you're aware of this, like, oh, I got it, you know, just uh, tapping your head a little bit. So, like, I'm not available now. You know, I will take care later. So the migraine can go so away, too. So this is one part of that. So have you have those kind of, uh, you know, random experience and during, you know, your, uh, your care for your patients? I did, um, mm-hmm. and that's actually the story of, of how I found you and IQ and I am. Mm-hmm. I, um, after years of, of this high-level care in oncology and intensive care, cardiac mm-hmm. surgery, things that were anxiety-provoking and, and around people who were very ill and in need, I, I found myself with this very acute neck pain uh, mm-hmm. that didn't seem to have a clear injury and Coming from Western medicine, my first stop was, you know, to, to go through that route. And I went to my physician who didn't see anything and mm-hmm. a neurosurgeon who did an MRI. And, you know, I was, I was, I just couldn't get rid of it. It was going on a year and becoming chronic and was very disruptive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to get the surgery he offered me. And I learned about you through a roundabout way from my sister-in-law, actually. And, um... My first visit with you, you diagnosed that it was uh, an energetic thing that, you know, me trying to heal my patients and take on some of their energetic mm-hmm. um, baggage, for lack of a better word, was, uh, yeah. you know, right. within literally mm-hmm. within 72 hours, I felt that neck pain move mm-hmm. down my shoulder and it faded away because I could recognize this isn't me and I can have love and compassion for you and and love these patients, but I I had to get it out, which is Mm -hmm. what I didn't know how to do and recognize what it was. Mm. I see. So those things were very, very present in my, in my life before, before Mm -hmm. I started the practice and very hard to, to identify. Like you said, with that physician, I, it wasn't Mm -hmm. predictable. Yeah. Neck pain would really be bothersome, and I couldn't pinpoint mm-hmm. where it was from or, or who, for instance. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And so, Mimi, do you have some questions from for 
Yeah, I, I do. So what can you tell us about your experiences with practicing meditation? Uh, yeah, I uh, initially did a lot of, of the peaceful mind meditation uh, from Yuan Qigong. Uh, it's a beautiful blend of, of some energetic Qigong techniques with uh, about a 20-minute meditation after you kind of invoke that energy. And I've had multiple remarkable experiences. Um, the first, the first that got me hooked was um, when I was actually meditating, and I, I had a physical result where I, and I was trying to clear this feeling of emotional overwhelm. I just felt like I had too much going on, and I was having a hard time handling the stress in my life, and. I that was my intention to clear it in this meditation and I could literally feel energy coming down my right arm when I was doing it and never having had this happen before I was a little nervous and I looked down and there was a welt on my on my wrist as as things were just leaving my body and and I was starting to move this energy around and wow. uh, another yeah it was it it actually freaked me out for a while, but <laughs> I realized what was going on, and, and it, I felt immediately better. Um, another time, I was I was really struggling with uh, death in the family, and overwhelmed with grief. Um, and I sat down at a meditation, and I literally uh, felt that I was lifted up off of, of the chair that I was on. And I felt moving through me, just like that circular, energetic movement that mm. you feel in Qigong, I felt it mm-hmm. cycle through um, my heart, and I, you know, it, it kind of lifted, and I could feel, I could feel it transmuting or changing, uh, for the lack of a better word, and it still felt like grief, but it, it just passed through, it's like the energy let it move, and I could, I felt like I could uh, move again more freely, and I just wasn't so so overwhelmed with that feeling of oppressive grief. You know, and it just helped me literally move move past something that was stopping me from from functioning the way that I needed to. So, some pretty pretty remarkable um, experiences through these mm-hmm. practices. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Wow. And, and, yeah, that's wonderful. And you know, that's yeah. the one part you mentioned about. You know, sometimes, and people's grief or emotion, this energy, you you have exchange, but then there could be shows up to the healthcare providers and physical body. You know, for example, the the right shoulder, you know, pain can mm-hmm. can also is a reflection of it. it Maybe uh, like a heart. You know, it feels hard heart condition or actually emotionally feels like uh, uh, usually people you know have a separation or a divorce there's a bad kind mm-hmm. of separation and people can have shoulder pain or neck pain and also you know people feel angry and so some people feel really sad you know also they can come to in the left shoulders so it's like sometimes these people's pain physical things could it be uh, actually emotions and in the, as you you experience, when you feel the energy flow in the inside, as long as you're moving different from one place to another place, so then this energy will be just released. It's better than being stagnant, right? Right. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they can't really move in that. It's just, just like, uh, you know, Brandia shared that with us. You can do all the, you know, x-ray or use a modern technology to check. So there's nothing wrong with that, right? But then it's uh, energy in there can be stuck. So that, that is the one part our practice is to say how this, you know, practice can help to remove this stagnation. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where I feel also that Western medicine just mm-hmm. needs to open into into this understanding. You know, I think many mm-hmm. of us realize that there's something else, but mm-hmm. since they can't necessarily explain it, they don't use it or optimize it. But it really, it really is a, an energetic experience, and it's felt in the body, and it needs mm-hmm. to be. You know, we yeah. need to blend these worlds. Yes, I think if we can integrate the Western medicine, conventional medicine with our practice, it could be very, very good and very helpful. You know, for the yeah. for you, like people like you and healthcare providers, and also for everybody. You know, this would yeah. be wonderful. Yeah. That's great stuff. Well, so please stay tuned. We'll be right back out on the other side of these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Get inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Life carries many uncertainties. Just when we think we may know where we are headed or think we have what we need, life happens and we are redirected. Join host Trina Wines each week for Life Happens, Let's Talk. By hearing stories from people just like you, as well as guest experts who can help, you'll arrive at your own understanding of the role you play in creating the outcome of your life. Listen live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration that opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time with award-winning authors Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody. 
we'll get right back into the conversation. But first, a couple of announcements. If you are in the Seattle area, consider dropping by the IQ and IM Center in Bothell, Washington for Qi Activation, a free introductory Yirung Qigong class Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific. Register at www.iqim.org. Also, this fall, Dr. Sun will be teaching a beginning level one class at the Center in Bothell on Saturday, September 30th and Sunday, October 1st. These classes fill up quickly, so you'll want to register at iqim.org. And before that, this fall, Dr. Sun will be also teaching a medical Qigong self-care certification program at Bastyr University in Kenmore on Saturday, September 16th and 17th. You can contact Bastyr University at 425-602-3152 or email them at continuinged at bastyr.edu, bastyr.edu, that's B-A-S-T-Y-R dot E-D-U. So now let's con- let's continue the conversation. Okay, and uh, so, Brindia, thank you so much for sharing you know, your experience. So today, yeah. we're, you know, we really want to talk about you know, this uh, healthcare provider and professionals. It's a, this is a really amazing job, great job every day, you know, dealing with uh, stress, emotions, and uh, healthy conditions of the patients. And... Uh, uh, the key is, you know, we do not want those kind of energy accumulate. So in in mm-hmm. in the doctors or in your your system and as a healthcare provider. So and so now, do you feel have a much better sense and uh, or doing something differently um, for your self care? Oh yes, um, absolutely. I feel like I was at the point of. A burnout almost when I when I came upon this practice, which kind of uh, mm-hmm. saved me and allowed me to stay in medical practice. Um, you know, we've we've all been around people, whether you're a provider or not, who just have a a toxic energy or an angry energy around them, and um, this mm-hmm. can be in anyone, someone at the grocery store, or even a patient. But in that setting, when I was and I would have to work with that energy around me. I, I, uh, I learned very quickly that I was even more sensitive to it once I started the practice. And mm-hmm. and in order to to stabilize that, I needed to be proactive. Um, and the way I did that, and it worked wonderfully for me, was to just do a little grounding every day just to, mm-hmm. to kind of isolate what energy was mine and keep that flow going. But many of the things that I learned uh, in your classes were uh, protective exercises almost where you mm-hmm. sort of ward off those those entrances of, of, of negative energy that can really yeah. linger and, mm-hmm. you know, weigh you down through the day. And yeah. um, the one that I use most frequently is, is the cleansing exercise, you know, where you mm-hmm. just... Yeah kind of remove that old energy and, and get it out of you, whatever's not you, and then bring in the new, fresh energy. Um, and that has really saved my life. Even during my work day, I, I'll check out in the back and run back to my office on occasion and just you know, to do that clearing energy. 
exercise and it makes all the difference. You know, I don't go home mm-hmm. with that sense of irritability or heaviness that I used to and and that's allowed me to continue to practice the way I do. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to bring any working stress into the home life, right? So it's yeah. not it, yeah, this practice is not only, you know, kind of supports our professional, you know, career and life, but I also have great benefit, you know, to the family, you know, energy. And uh, I remember, uh, like, uh, two months ago, actually, so one person, you know, coming to our, our, our center uh, of the institute, and it's a lady have this chronic fatigue and pain, and for almost like five years. And uh, when I check it, you know, with her, I just do not feel so the energy in her is, is her own energy. So and I said, you know, some reason, you know, this energy seems like, I'm, I said, I'm not sure, you know, you get married or not, your personal, you know, kind of status. But I feel this energy in your system, the stress is, is from your family members. I think probably is your husband. And actually, you know, he's, she said, you know, my husband is a doctor. And uh, five years ago, you know, he just took on more responsibilities, and it's very stressful. You know, since her husband took more responsibility, working hard, you know, help uh, many people. But then this, so the stress, I come to her. She said every time, you know, her husband looks feels really tired. You know, then after uh, a good sleep, and and uh, he feels really good. But in uh, for her, she feels like really great before go to sleep. Then after have a, a sleep, you know, good sleep, wake up in the morning, feel totally mm. exhausted. Transfers his energy <laughs> when he goes to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, you know, those kind of situation. I said, well, I know you allow your husband so much, you know, but you need to, you know, take care of yourself, clear this energy out. So it's not only you know her practice help herself and also you know help her husband. So you know those kind of uh, and situation happened all the time. You know and so uh, um, those uh, this is why I think you know particularly for you know this population and the, the, the healthcare providers, it's really yeah. important you know be mindful you know be you know kind of uh, careful how to take a good care. You know of uh, of yourself, and then when you feel good, you know, it's then your patients all getting benefit. So yeah. there, ha- yeah, there has a, you know relationship to this. The one person, and uh, is a mother, you know, and uh, she has a disabled, and a daughter, and but her daughter's life is his her everything. She she mm-hmm. she put her, her you know all the energy, and money and care for her daughter. But then get at some point, you know, she she says, God, you know, I did everything for my daughter, but my daughter don't appreciate me. Sometimes they even call me names, mean. And, oh. yeah, so like, what I should do? So when I check with her, I say, you know, it's a love and a care. It's not about only a word. It's really about, you know, how do you feel? I said, how about, I said, you know, how about you hire some professional you know, caregiver, and to take care of your daughter, you just take some rest, 
and refresh your system. You know, she also artist, you know, a writer and painter. I said, you should, you know, really do, you know, what you are, you are doing, you know, to express your creativity as an artist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she decided to take two weeks off and found some professional and, and a caregiver to take care of her uh, daughter. And after she came back from her vacation, she feels really energized, she feels refreshed. I said, mm-hmm. you know, you give your daughter, bring all the gifts, everything to her, please her. And she even do not appreciate you. I said, make sure this time, do not bring any gift, you know, to her, just with your good, good feelings. And to see how you know your your daughter responds to you, mm-hmm. and then she, and excited to see her daughter. When her daughter see her, just say, oh my mom, you know, I miss you so much, and uh, you know, then it's so nice to her, and everything's so positive, and uh, so that was uh, totally not expected, you know, to to mm-hmm. her, and you know later we have a conversation. I said, you know, why? So, what's the difference before? I said, yeah, the difference before, you are stressed, you know, you are depressed, you feel frustrated. Actually, your daughter is a very sensitive person. She can feel all of those, what are you feeling? And her, you know, feelings is uh, expression is what's your energy status. So when you feel refreshed, you get a really healthy, you just visit your daughter, even without a see a word, say, I, re- I love you. And so then the appearance of your happiness, your great energy is the best gift. So yeah. that's why, you know, I think that's the one part, you know, uh, I want to share that story because for all healthcare providers, and it's really important to keep yourself fresh, keep yourself, have really good energy, take good care of yourself, you take really good care of yourself as also you take care of your patients. You take care you know, other people around you. So that's yeah. really important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. when your cup isn't full yourself, it's very, very mm-hmm. hard to, to have anything to offer up someone else. No right. matter how much you'd like to help them, you know, you have to mm-hmm. do self-care. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, you know, if, you know, our energy saturated with stress. So not only human, even the animals, the cat, the pets, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh-huh. I remember many times if uh, when I was teaching best chair before midterms, every time back home, my cats threw up. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so the cats tried to take care of me and uh, get rid of the stress. So this is fascinating about, you know, those kind of things. Sometimes we, if we have this energy and just a full stress and it's not only, you know, the human being, the animals can feel that. They just run away from you. If our practice get rid of all those disturbing energies, so the cats just try to group like really very close to you and they don't want to leave. So that's also good science about mm-hmm. you know how the energy get. I think I encourage 
all the healthcare providers maybe have a pet. Yes. <laughs> Whenever I practice, my cat wants to be right with me. Right. You, yeah, mine too. My you, you dog pops on my lap when I meditate. It scares uh-huh. me to death half the time, but he likes to be close. They love yeah. that energy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this message. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hear just be you a lot these days, but who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody. Brandia, what are you up to these days, and do you have any contact information that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I do. Thanks. Um, I am still practicing medicine at a clinic, but I, uh, I'm branching off into these uh, kind of new ideas that I've learned through Dr. Sun and many others. Um, I am doing spiritual and life coaching now, and um, my my page is at www.brandiakelly, B-R-A-N-D-E-A-K-E-L-L-E-Y.com. And uh, I did write a book last year called Mormon Grown Gay. Uh, it's about spiritual recovery after losing religion. Um, so I've been... I've been busy, but um, still practicing here in Seattle as well. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. 
Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're back to you know our conversation today. We mentioned about you know the placebo and the nocebo kind of effect. So this part is fascinating. I think right now, you know, so the people you know begin to recognize. So the people's conscious, you know, particularly you know working with people who have all surveys. What do they say? You know, you know how much this energy exchange or the interactions. So, and Brandy, I think you probably, you know, working uh, at your work to see these uh, interactions, you know, the relationship between and doctors and patients, and uh, I would like to get some insight, you know, from you. You probably have uh, all the new realization and perspectives on this phenomenon. Uh-huh. Like, so can you can you share something yeah. about yeah? Yes, and I, I've seen this very clearly so many times um, mm-hmm. where people believe uh, in the provider who's giving them blank treatment um, or in the treatment itself, um, but it's ultimately the belief that the patient has mm-hmm. that brings that state to fruition or not to fruition. Uh, of course, there's the the negative expectation phenomena that is more of a nocebo effect. But, um, you know, the power of, of your mind and your expectations and beliefs is, is very becoming more and more obvious to me. Um, you know, there have been times where, where we've actually treated the patient empirically with like an antifungal, for instance, and then you do mm-hmm. a culture and it takes five days and you call yeah. them with the culture result saying it wasn't fungal, it was bacterial and they're better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't treat it with that. It was just their idea that they got treatment and they're getting better now and, it, and that actually came to effect. Mm-hmm. So the belief system is very powerful. Bruce Lipton, I was going to mention, I, many people know about his book, Biology of Belief, but he, he mm-hmm. showed how external expectations were actually changing their culture results and he did it in a very, mm-hmm. very uh, scientific, proven way. So that opens up a great big world of <laughs> experimentation mm-hmm. in the petri dish yes yeah um so it's a, a wonderful book and very mm-hmm. well supported data yeah this is the one part i think you know getting the new this time at you know we begin to understand how the body responds to what we're thinking you know, it's like mm-hmm. even people talk about it's a placebo effect, but we see all those new phenomena. And then people do not really before aware, or, or they are not aware of how the body responds to people's thoughts. You know, as you mentioned about the belief system is really powerful. And, you know, for example, you know, I would like to just, uh, you know, mention about this when people. You know, watch a, a very wonderful movie, very moving stories, and people can cry tears. And mm-hmm. or people, if you watch the Olympics and people win the gold medal, and also so excited, they're so happy, and full tears. So then you can see this like the emotions, and the thoughts, and different images, different belief systems in our mind, triggers. So the body's biological and physiological, you know, physiological and reaction actually, and they take it, they take action right away, produce 
different biochemicals in the body. Mm-hmm. So this is like you can see so important when people do not have the chronic condition keep going long. You know, that's like sometimes in the class I make a joke. So like you see, if you watch the movie, whenever you feel sad, emotionally cry, and you're very sad, you cry all night, or you even like the pillow get a whole wet. <laughs> so you maybe have one cup, you know, two cups of tears. And then actually it's good you release them out. So can people, can, can we imagine when people have a chronic, like uh, anger, for example, or chronic mm-hmm. de- depression? So our physical body actually also respond to this kind of emotions or thoughts yeah. that produce biochemical factors. You know, the biochemical things will be produced inside the body. Okay. Can you imagine people have chronic anger, they produce the product, two cups of uh, products, you know, respond to the chronic anger in the body. And certainly, so that's really not healthy for the body. So I think, yeah, this is like the placebo and, you know, uh, the placebo effect is is a really, can be, you know, re, re, kind of re-evaluate that, you know, how to use that wisely, make a greater benefit for the patients. So, you know, that's, that's would be a wonderful thing. And, uh, yes, a positive attitude. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think those are the one part, you know, and uh, uh, quicker kind of re- quicker stories. The one person get a, a young man, you know, only in late thirties, and get a brain cancer, and uh, and he says like, before I asked him like, before you get your brain cancer, what happened to you? Do you remember anything? He said, well, I just have a nightmare all the time, and so in the in the night, have a night mirror, see houses burns or he lost a fire. Mm. So, you know, I said, well, you should do some meditation on waterfalls, you know, and whatever, you know, the water element you like, uh, you can med- meditate on the waterfalls to balance the fire out. Actually, since he, you know, did like a three months of this uh, waterfall meditation and he, his brain tumor shrinks. So just sort of for example, you know, there's like a different image, different thoughts can trigger the body produce a different biochemical and compound inside. So I call it the internal medicine, right? So then yeah. so the medicine begin to work on the tumor. So this is another wow. example. That's amazing. Yeah, so and um, thank you so much, and, and Brandia, for coming on the show, and thank you for sharing your experience and, and your insights. Yes, it's yes. been another quick hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Dr. Sun. And thank you, listeners, for joining us this hour. Please join us next week for traditional Chinese medicine and life force. In the meantime, may the life force be with you. Thank you for listening to Human Potential and Life Force. Please join Dr. Sun for another edition of our program next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. During the coming week, see if you can figure out what your body is telling you. 